Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, PK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I can see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, PK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, Bobby. Take it over here. Hey, PK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? I'll see you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. What up, yo? Who's that? T.K. Kirkland. Oh, man, what's up? What's up, playboy? Hey, man, god damn, I'm in the barbershop. Oh, man, let me walk out. What's up, man? Uh, everything good? Yeah, everything's good. Oh, yeah, I'm just enjoying my Sunday, doing some work, and I started going through the DM, and I saw your situation with you making 90000 a year. Your yeah. girl wants to move to another state because they didn't do Greg's background check, but you got a criminal history. Yeah, that, I mean, no, I just got like a shot list in charge, man, but... Yeah, it happens. You know, yeah, and I was like, you know, is it really worth moving to a whole nother because right now we stay in Texas. And yeah, I now hold on one second, fam. I'm starting to interrupt you. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, okay, go listen. Oh, yeah. So, um, like I said, we live in Texas and whatever, and she wants to move to Colorado, and I said, man, that's a big transformational change. It's like me giving up everything and moving off. How long have you been together? Uh, about two years. About two years, and you make it ninety thousand a year. Mm-hmm. Do you love her? Yeah, I do, man. I really do. Then let her go by herself, darling. Y'all go all okay. go back and forth and visit one another. Yeah. Because here's the thing about life: everybody, you know, everybody claim they in love and yeah, all this kind of shit. And yeah, love is a beautiful thing if you can find it. But yeah. if you got your shit popping in one state, she trying to get her shit popping in another state. You just got to move on because at the end of the day, you don't want to move to Colorado and you break no. up and you lost everything. Exactly. That's you don't want different. her to stay with you and she mm-hmm. don't achieve her goals. Mm-hmm. So you get you can't think with your heart. You got to think with your mind. Yeah. All right. You, she'll find another guy. If it doesn't work out, you'll find another girl. Yeah. But the goal is, man, people get so caught up in that lovey-dovey shit. Yeah. I love you. And we should be together. Ooh. Ooh. And yeah. at the end of the day, you all lost your motherfucking car, house. Man. You got kids. And you're in another state. And, and, and here's the thing. Most women do it for men. Most True. women will leave their job because of love. Go fuck with a nigga, move to another state, or fly to that state. And most niggas be lying and leading these women on, right? Yeah. And when the girl gets there, she she find that the man ain't shit. True. She done lost her job. True. She, uh, she, well, she didn't lose her job. She quit her job to find another job. Now she's in a whole other state because she don't want to move back because she's embarrassed. True. So she stays there, and it's crazy. I could, now, she could turn a, a, a bad thing. It's a good thing because she could probably meet another nigger that's mm-hmm. better than the nigger that she met. True, true. All right? 
But in your situation, and you're talking to me now, you understand. And the way you play it, you got to be a gentleman. Yeah. And you got to dinner, you do certain things. Hey, baby, you know what? I love you, but I think you got to make this step by yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'll come back and forth and visit you. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, I will always be your friend. And I yeah. always wish you the best. But I don't want you to lose out on what you're doing. And she said, and she might say, oh, well, I want to stay. And whatever you do, try to encourage her to go as much as possible. And I'm going to tell you why. Mm-hmm. So if it ever comes back up years later, that, oh, I stayed exactly. here for you. You can no bad. I told you, you should go. Yeah. I wanted the best for you, and you didn't you didn't understand what I meant, and I wanted the best for you, and you got to do what's best for you. Everybody yeah, exactly. got to do what's best for them. When you when you lay your head down on the pillow at night, you pretty much have to win, unless it's your children. Yeah. You pretty much yeah. got to be the winner, and that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, because you know? I because I, I listen like I said, man, I'm mean, listening to you. Uh, your CD and stuff, man, and, you know, it makes things a, a, a lot more easier. But I'm really like, man, if you, I, I can't, I can't really just leave everything. And then I'm trying to tell like, you know, we both 20, I'm 28, she's 26. And I'm like, man, I, I done built a lot of stuff here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said, this to leave, you know, uh, leave for everything. I said, man, that's. And what what if you have a change of heart and then I'm out here stuck like that? Right. Or you try to change your heart. Yeah. You try to change your heart too. Yeah. You know? So it's best to go with what you really know. What you really know is that you've got money there and you're yeah. working. That's guaranteed. Yeah. And that's and I'm so proud of the tag. I'm really disappointed. I, I got to start getting back to people more. And the reason that's why... Is because um, this other interview I Get did her. earlier. Yeah. This other interview I did earlier, the kid wound up having a baby. And he's like, TK, I had a kid. And I'm like, yo, why would you nut in the bitch, man? Even if your money ain't right. Are you man. He was so sad. He said, yo, I tried to get an abortion. I said, it's too no, late. No, I said, it's I too told late. you. It's I told late. everybody who listened to my show, once you hear my show, <laughs> and you still go through the opposite, you's a dumb motherfucker, dog. Hey, hey, what you say? What you say? It's a group of callers that's coming out every show. In June. He's going to have, <laughs> he'll wind up getting this girl pregnant. His money ain't right. He said, you right, T. My money ain't right. I said, so why did you come in there? Man. Why would you do that to yourself, yo? Man, and then that's 18 years of this straight. No, no, no. That's the wrong thing that you're saying. It's not 18 yeah. years. It's a lifetime. Commitment. Oh, yeah, it's a lifetime, true. I heard you say that before. Yep. Yeah, see, people talk about the ticket of 18. No, it's a life. If you're a real father, parent, true. it's a lifetime commitment. True. Only people who don't want to be responsible no more Do 18 years. it's 18 years. You're right. You can't put an eighteen-year-old child out there to fetch on their own. I don't give a fuck no, who they are. No, hell, they ain't even. They got no sound decision making. Right until they mid twenties or you know. Yeah, they don't have no experiences. They don't have no, their money situation is not right. Exactly. No, exactly. but that's what I mean, fam. Man. That's what I mean. Like, and, and, and I'm so glad that you reached out to me for this. I'm not saying that you would do without me. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, that you yeah. didn't, like, she fucked you one night. You 
Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to Colorado. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, guys. I'm gonna go. I'm in love with my girl. I'm gonna go. Nope, stay your ass there, make that money, and yeah. you book your tickets 21 days in advance. You can always go see her. Man, man. Tickets are like $1,600 each way. Huh? That's too much. That is that ain't a lot of money. You said sixteen hundred? No, sixty or a hundred dollars. Oh, okay, okay. I thought yeah. sixteen hundred. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you can probably find a flight like about a hundred, two hundred dollars yeah. round trip if you book it way in advance. See, yeah, that's that the problem when people say airline tickets are expensive. They are if you book a shit at the last minute. Oh yeah, for sure. That's why you got to book stuff way in advance if you can. That way, the ticket is cheaper. You don't have that much stress on you, etc. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, man, I like I said, man, let me, because, you know, like I said, I listen to your podcast all the time, man, and, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, you said work yourself out, and, but this one, I was like, man, you know, it, it, it's like, am I, because I was questioning myself at first, I was like, no, nah, because if you leave me and I ain't got nothing, I done lost the truck, the house, the job, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, I work for the state, so I just didn't want to lose everything on behind of a female. And right. at the end of the day, I, like I said, when I listen to one of your CDs, you don't want to be old and broke. And that's the biggest thing that pop up in my mind. Like, <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> you know, so, but like I said, man, I, I, I listen to you out here, man. I appreciate every, you know, every time you get on that Monday morning, even if you don't want to. You know, people like me, we out here really listening to you every Monday, man, and the CD. Well, I appreciate it, fam. I really do. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But all right, like I said, man, just just keep keep going, man. And I shall see you on the Breakfast Club. I've been following you ever since uh, you came out with the DVD. Are there any questions? Whoa. <laughs> yep. Yep. That was the worst. Stand up I've ever did in my life. Man. I had been off for like three months. I think I was fighting a case at that time. Yeah. So, so when I came to do that, I just winged it. And it, when I watched it from some time, it's just so in your face, real life. It's real. It's real. It's real. Especially when you was, man, you were talking about just the, 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 the um, and you know, you may want to get this trademarked about, you know, women coming off the bench, having a game, you know, and if you're right, right, uncoachable, right, right, right. you know, hey, uh-huh. I, I still use that today. I'm like, hey, I didn't ask <laughs> you to do threes. I asked you to do layups. Right. Stay in federal, you handle local. And I'm using right. that, man. And that, <laughs> and, so, and that bit really is about leadership. See, yeah. when you really think about it, that bit is about leadership. It's about when you meet a woman, does she respect you enough to listen? True. And see, and one of my things I'm trying to explain to men, one is about uh, etiquette. I, I'm trying to teach people about uh, uh, sexuality, about how sexuality, well, misconduct has gotten out of hand, right, with women, because you can't even compliment them anymore. True. And to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, knowing the difference between being a pimp and being a player. True, true. See, a lot of people, most guys want to be a pimp mm-hmm. because they meet women and destroy them. Like, oh, I just, just get a couple thousand dollars out of them. 
Mm-hmm. And that's a pimp because you ain't you don't mean no good. You you, you you know your intention is not right. See, to be a player, you got it means you a man's man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You a man's man. You can take care of her. Yeah. Treat her good. Treat her right. You know, even if you even if you did cheat, let's say you are a cheater. Mm-hmm. Let's say you are a cheater, you know. Yeah. You take care of the female at home, and you take care of the girl. And I tell niggas, I say, you know, I come up in an era when a nigga was a player, the side bitch was taking care. Man. Man. She had a house sometimes right around the corner from the white. Man. And, 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 and niggas never told on themselves. Everybody no. stopped out about everybody at the funeral. True. True. You know, the side bitch, the wife, they all met at the funeral. Because the main wife was crying, but she had the side bitch crying even harder. And they looking at each other. And like, bitch, you, you, I seen you at the school teacher conferences. I never knew. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's yeah. like, put that in my show. And I'm, talking, I'm trying to tell women that if that ever happens to you, don't get mad at the nigga. Compliment him on his skills that he kept y'all from knowing about each other for years. Man, that, that's a commendable effort. Yeah, you got to get that nigga. It's props. Just bring the, just bring the kids together. Don't get mad at each other. You know, yeah. your fault the nigga did it, but, you know, now that it's done, you know, you know what, that nigga, we need to get that nigga a plaque because that motherfucker fucking incredible. And then he didn't find out about him for the whole, what is it, 40 years or whatever. Right. Man, that's, that's Everybody went to college. The kids got houses and businesses. You got to get that nigga his props. Yeah, that, hey, they need to both be at the casket like, thank you. Right. You know, he'll <laughs> okay. left all of your life insurance policies. Man, hey, and then you know what? I, I've been a big component on, um, I tell a lot of people about what you talk about, life insurance. Right. And I've been having life insurance ever since I was in the Army or whatever, and I didn't understand the significance of it until yeah. I've seen people start dying and going for them go fund me. Yeah. And I look at it, you know, like I said, I only got about 800000 for my life insurance policy. Right. But I look at it like this. The average, you know, I tell them, hey, cremate me for five and keep the rest. Yes, but here's the cold thing. You could still take the life insurance policy and still get burial insurance. Yeah, that's what burial I got, insurance. too. Yeah, burial insurance uh, gets you buried and you keep the other money. You give it to whoever you want and the beneficiary tip. What I'm yep. doing um, in the next couple of weeks, I want to get people to take out insurance because it doesn't cost that much. I just need everybody no. to be covered, no. right? I want people yeah. to get insurance that if you ever get sick, mm-hmm. you, you have insurance that a nurse will come in and take care of you. Hospice. Kind of like no, no, hospice. no. Hospice is when you're about to die. Oh, okay. That's not okay. hospice. <laughs> what I'm saying is I want people to be taken care of so that um, you could still be in your home, mm-hmm. and they would send a nurse to take care of you, to take pressure off your children. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Because you don't think exactly kids take care of their parents? Yeah, it's miserable. the miserable thing in the world, dog. Yeah, they're miserable. They break up families and everything. Yes, because you you, know, you got dementia. You're sick. Somebody, and then... In in the water today, kids are not taking care of their parents like they used to. 
They send them True. folks home. They nobody wants. You ever seen um, children argue when you don't come over there and help mom or exactly. come over there and help dad or someone yep. dies and no one yep. took them on the funeral? Yeah. No. I see it every day back at home because I'm from Pittsburgh and, yeah. you know, there ain't no jobs. And, you know, pe- people people don't think about that stuff until they get much older. Yes. You know, and, and like I said, man, the stuff that you be talking about, like, that's real-life situations every day that we can apply to. Mm-hmm. You know, that we could, we could like, even with the credit thing. Um, right. I think I, when I listened to your CD, it was probably eight months. My credit was and I said, man, I got to get myself together. And I think I went from, like, a 530 to a 728. Right. You got to yeah. have your credit right. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I look at it like that. And, like I said, man, the way you, the way you, Put things inside of stores and make it like and and then I was watching a music video the other day. Window shop. I didn't even know she was <laughs> in that video. Man, I look. I said, man, this man is everywhere, and it's like you've been like it's like you've been doing the same for years. I'm talking yeah, about. Okay. I think you're the Easy E video. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And you know what video I'm gonna pop on America. What? It was a video with Gwen Stefani and Eve. Oh, uh, like, uh, uh, something with your mind. Or so. I know what you're talking about. Right. I'm the piano player in that. Are you serious? I'm playing the piano. If you ever get a chance to see that video, I got a tux on and I'm playing the piano. You know, because the beat goes, let me blow your mind. Let me blow yeah, your mind. Right. I'm yeah. playing the piano. Wow. Yeah. If you ever get the name of that, send it to me because I'm going to get the video to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I, I played the, the piano. I'm the piano player. Man. <laughs> you know what this is? Hey, I, I, like, you don't, under, you don't um, notice things until years later. And right. I've seen you in a few videos. And then I said, like I said, you just met Wayne. And like I said, Wayne is my favorite rapper of all time. Right. And the, the excitement on. The excitement on his face when he seen you? Right, right. Yeah, that's man, my dog, it was, y'all. It was like, man, like how did you how did you get into all of this stuff? Well, that is interesting. Yeah, I got Yeah, I got like you that. said, you got some stories, man. You yeah, cuz when I when I came up in the game, I would have never thought a kid from Jersey City, New Jersey would have accomplished all that from Mm-hmm. You know, by managing Sandra Bullock, discovering mm-hmm. D.L. Hughley, Mike Epps, uh, being in the music business and dealing with everybody. Because it was a time I told people that if an artist didn't open up for me, he wasn't famous. Because everybody I ever opened up for went on to be huge. 50 Cent, right. Nelly, right. Timberland, the Cash Money Millionaires. I was Jay-Z's opening that. I talk about N.W.A. a lot. But uh, uh, I was the MC to the Hard Night Life Tour with Jay-Z. What? Yep, sure was. Then I was Dang. also the MC to the Cash Money Rough Rider Tour. Man. I sure was. And what yeah. people don't know, when the Up and Smoke Tour came out, I remember. I was, yeah, they gave the show to Alex Thomas. Okay. Alex okay. Thomas was hosted, but Alex Thomas, and I love him like a little brother. He yeah. was the host. They was going to fire him to put what? me on the show. We was in Detroit, Michigan. 
and Dr. Dre and all of them was talking to me, and they was going to be like, yo, Alex is nice, but we need Tita motherfucking K on the show. Because he was a nice kid, but they didn't think he was funny for that particular show. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And what I gotcha. told him was, nah, that's cool, yo. That's my man. Let him keep the, Let him keep it. And uh, two months later, I was on the Rough Riders tour after that. But, yeah, Dang. that would have been mine, too. Dang. And, and, and it's, it's just amazing that, like I said, even when I was uh, listening to you about your street on the CD, about right. how to give you your own street, right. I said, man, like, how does one man come up like that just out of no? I mean, it, obviously, it's not out of nowhere, but just a legacy. Yeah, and I'm not even done yet. Like, I feel oh, like, I, I think my ambition, I think my ambition is like, it doesn't mean nothing to me, and I just want to keep grinding. True. Yeah, so my thing is I got a lot of stuff, like, you know, when the new album comes out and... Um, oh, you got another one coming out. I'm going to drop one every year. Oh, man, that's legendary. Yeah, the next one's going to be <laughs> fire, dog. Who Raised You was fire, but the next one's called Gangsta Conversation. Uh-huh. When that comes out with the book, oh, it's over. Oh, you got it, man, man, I'll back, man. Yeah, the book comes oh, yeah. out, everything comes out in October next year, so I'm going to stay low-key okay. Um, until okay. September of next year. I got no, okay. really not too much publicity and nothing like that, mm -hmm. just low-key, mm -hmm. loving kids, staying in the gym, sure, and then sure. in, um, sure. September of next year, bam, Dang. I'm going to be on everything. Yeah, because like I said, man, your podcast take, like, I'm, I'm down here in Texas, man, and when I ride, it's just enough time for me to listen to the whole thing every time I ride to work Monday morning. Yeah, and the show, really, when I started it, I just really wanted to talk to people like yourself mm -hmm. around the world, from Japan to London, and yep. it's growing every, every week, right? And mm -hmm. I just really want to give people an opportunity to hit me on my DM on the TK and the Kirk, Kirk will score and know that I'm busy, but know that I will get with you oh, yeah. as soon oh, yeah. as I can. So, man, you really, because I, I even asked myself, I said, how did you find time to do all of this? Yeah, I find the time. I, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I, have I know. To find the time. Mm -hmm. I like, know. Sometimes I have to stay in the city after I'm done an extra day so I can rest my body. Mm -hmm. Then I have to fly to go see the kids, you know, make sure that they stream. We go on trips. Yeah, and you know, yeah. one of the, speak, speaking of kids, man, one of the uh, one of the best pieces of advice that you gave me, even with my kids' mom. Remember you saying your kids' mom was broke down and you had took her a gas can, gave her turn and left. It's kind of like one of the situations that happened to me yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm. My kids' mom couldn't take care of the kids no more, so right. she was like, "Hey, you take her." I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's strictly about the kids." And um, she had said she needed some help. I said, "You know, if it's for the kids." I'll help you. I said, but if it's not, you know, I don't think I can do it. And she had ran out of gas. And she called me. I was right around the corner. I gave her the $20, um, gave her the $20 in the gas can. I said, and didn't say nothing to her. I followed your advice. And right. she called me later. She said, you know, why did you do that? And I was, and I didn't say nothing. I said, I hope you got home safe. Yeah, that's what you can do. Because I remember that situation. Me and my daughter and mother wasn't together. Mm-hmm. And she called me two or three o'clock. And I know she just left some nigga's house. True. 
I know she did. So I didn't say nothing to her. I, I, I did it because of the respect and love I have, really for her being the mother of my daughter, but yeah. also for the love I have for my daughter. So I got up, got a gas tank. I put the gas in the car. I hit the back of the truck when I was done. I was good. And I took my ass and packed the bed. You know, I wasn't going to come to the window. Bitch, where the fuck you was at? Yeah. I didn't get that nigga. The yeah. I ain't do none of that. Oh, no and you know, and you know how hard it is. Well, you know, all people, how hard it is to keep your composure when you know they did you wrong. You looking at them like, where's all the other niggas at? But you know, just staying calm and staying disciplined, and you know, not acting out of character, it's benefiting. It 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 has benefited me and continue to benefit me just to keep my cool and say less is more. Yes, less is more. And you know, the guys who listen to this. When you do have problems with your baby mama, I'm here to tell you that if you grow, you don't keep you stop, don't keep trying to fuck the baby mama. No, no, that's where the no, guys no. have the emotions. Nah. Right? You're trying to kick it with the baby mama, nah. and you can't do that. You really gotta let it go. Yeah, yeah, I, I treat it kind of like a death. You know, it's it, you know, it's over. It'll never be that way no more. Right, pretty much. That's all to it. Yeah, and, and those, some of these kids, some of these guys, you guys, baby mamas, like my baby mothers, they all fine. Mm-hmm. Like, for every fine woman you show me, I, I show you three niggas running from her. Oh. It don't mean nothing. Mm. It don't mean a motherfucking thing. So just take care of your child. Keep her moving. Be happy if she meets somebody else. Don't be no hater. Don't hate okay. on the nigga. Like, why are you fucking with that nigga? Nope. Just no. deal with it and keep it moving. If she ever needs you, you try their best to be helpful. Because some guys, when they break up with the girl, and the girl want to drop the baby off, niggas want to like, oh, where the fuck you going? No, I'm not no, babysitting the kid. No. And you can't do that. Let her go live her life yeah, and enjoy it's herself, it's you know? It's and that's, a, that, that's important, too. You know, like I say, even with her right now, I don't don't call us or nothing. Like I said, we've been uh, divorced for two years, and one of the uh, things I always listen to you say is I wish I would have listened to, you know, well, you didn't have your podcast back then when I was 19, 20. I got married, didn't even live my life. So yeah. I didn't know, not, I didn't know, I just hopped on the first thing, boom, this looks good, I'm going to stay with it. And if I would have had the opportunity to live my life, I would have seen that this was just a, a chapter. Yes. You know? Not even close, family. Mm-hmm. Not even close. Like, I want people to understand that 19, 20 years old, you haven't lived. Mm-hmm. You haven't yeah. lived at all. Man, I didn't know my my money wasn't right. My credit was shot. Right. You know, just, just starting off in the world. I didn't know nothing. But now, you know, I look at it as a learning experience. But, um... You know, I wish I would have, you know, knew what I knew now, but I may not have been where I am now if I wouldn't have went through that. Right. And it's like I said, in some situations, right, it's good that some people have kids at a young age because it helps you grow up fast. You know, it helps you grow up fast. But what I want to do is teach people to not get have babies early so that you can take care of you first. True. That's True. the goal. I want guys True. to take care of themselves first. True. Have their money right. Have understand how it feels to lay in bed with a girl and not have a child. Man. 
Man. Really just enjoy yourself without baby responsibilities and all these other things. Like, that's what I want for you guys. True. It means so much, though, to not have that other financial stress on you. Then you break up with the baby mama or she breaks up with the husband, boyfriend, right? Mm hmm. Now there's another guy taking care of your kid. Man. Because you wasn't man. man enough to take care of your own child. Yeah. I want to be man enough. You, your money wasn't right. Yeah. So you got another yeah. nigga raising your child. Yeah. And you know, one thing that's, uh, that we had talked about, me and my kid's mom, you know, she was like, she said, you may, we may not have been, you know, right for each other, but. She was like, I always respect the fact that you take care of your kids. Yeah. So anytime they call you, anytime, you know, they're for them, school, everything. And I said, you know, now my money is right. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. have to have a secondary person coming through, you know. Right, right. You know. When you get those calls about guys who do got to deal with the baby, the new baby daddy, I mm-hmm. tell them, thank the man. True. Shake his hand, see the gentleman look in his eyes, say, thank you, my man, and blah, 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 and you don't be evil to the nigga, don't be mad, <laughs> you know, the nigga really helping you out, so you want to you wanna encourage that nigga, and if your girl break up with the nigga, say, bitch, what you do to make that nigga mad? Man. You know we needed that nigga? Man, you Appreciate you taking time because I know you, and I know you're busy. Yeah, you know, I'm with you the best family, but that's the move. Hey, the are you? Is, yeah, the goal is to let her go. You stay there, and you guys try to make it happen as long as you can. But yeah. understand that it may not happen. Sure. But the sure. goal is that you you tried your best and did the right thing. Yeah, and let me ask what, are you coming to Texas anytime soon? What or part of Texas coming you're back? In? I mean, I stay in Austin. Yeah, I did a show in Austin early last year. But okay. I'm normally in Dallas, Houston. Oh, yeah, and, I can serve yeah, that And that'll be on the map um, in a couple of months. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely coming through Dallas. I come through Dallas normally June, July, or August. Okay, okay, yeah, and I'm, um, cause I got you, I bought this CD off of iTunes. Even though I got Apple Music. Right. I don't know, I want to buy it and, you know, support. So what I'll do is, um, if I get, if, well, I think I could order it offline too, um, a hard copy. And if, um, when I come to your show, man, I'll shoot you a text before it. You can just sign it and get everything. Yeah, let's make it happen, family. You got my numbers, my direct line. Call me when you got something to talk about. 
and we want right. to all the people around the world, to the people locally. This is my man from Texas trying to make a decision. So play the play him. Yeah. He's man. the motherfucking came in. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. God bless my man. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne Magad, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.